leave no trace, people. Leave no trace. You've heard it before. You heard it now. (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. Put it on repeat. Put it on rewind. Leave no trace. (laughs) Trace no leave. Hello and welcome to another episode of Doing Well, Doing Swell, where we're making sure that our health is right, our mental is right, and we're now also making sure that the earth is right because it's Earth Month, baby. And I'm bringing on an amazing guest today that makes conscious efforts to live a sustainable, regenerative, healthy earth feeding, healthy life feeding life to ensure that what she's putting into her body, what she's putting out into the earth is beneficial for all living beings. And on top of that, she was a marine biologist major, so she went to school for basically helping out the ocean, so she knows the ins and outs of what can and can't, or what should and shouldn't be going into the ocean, and how we can help benefit the progress of our earth becoming healthier for us to live sustainably in. She's somebody that I look up to when it comes to living a conscious life with what I'm putting into my body, the brands that I'm buying, making sure that they are actually good brands and sourcing their materials from good products. And I really admire the efforts that she goes through to ensure that she's doing her part in this world. She's one of my best friends and she's also my roommate. So I have hands-on experience with seeing the things that she does just in her daily routines that help her live a healthier lifestyle. And I think her sharing those tips and tricks with us can help us realize what is a more convenient way of changing up some habits to make sure that we are benefiting and putting in healthy progress towards making our earth healthy. So without further ado, happy earth month. Here is Alex Batacheri. Well, are you ready? I don't like being put on the spot. You're not being put on the spot. I'm being put on the You're spot. You're having a casual conversation with your roommate <laughs> slash your best friend slash the love of your life slash your favorite person in the world. <laughs> she didn't deny it. Oh no. Here we go. Okay, can we first talk a little bit about what the word sustainability means? Like you've said, it's a word that's tossed around a lot. So the quality of the word has Has gone a little bit. Sustainability focuses on meeting the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their needs. Oh, I got it. The concept of sustainability is composed of three pillars, economic, environmental, and social, also known informally as profits, planet, and people. Oh, Yeah, sustainability is a word that is just tossed around so often nowadays. I feel like, you know, people just use it without really knowing what it means. Um, But basically, my understanding is sustainable or sustainability um, means that you're not doing any more harm to, you know, the environment or whatever it is. You're not making matters worse. You're not making it worse. But at this point, we've reached the period of time where we need to be making matters better and improving the situation so I I think the word that should be tossed around more is regenerative because we've come to that point where it's too late not to just smooth over the situation we need to reverse the effects yeah we need to leave no trace and keep up the pace (laughs) (laughs) so I think a lot of ways that people struggle with living sustainably and maybe buying from good brands or that also are choosing to make their products sustainably is that one 
people no, don't know the brands to go to and they don't want to do the research to do it. But also, too, you know, when you get to be living on your own by yourself in college, whatever it may be, like you're just not worried about sustainable living as much because you're like, I need to survive, you know? Mm-hmm. So when would you say was a turning point for when you stopped living in the mode of like, I need toothpaste, I'm just going to go get toothpaste versus I need toothpaste, let me see where it's being sourced from. Are they a sustainable brand? Are they helping out the environment? Is this brand someone I should support because I'm going to spend the money on toothpaste anyway? Mm -hmm. I might as well put my money towards something good. Right. When did you notice that? When did that shift? I feel like uh, over the years I... slowly started making changes you sounded like a turkey (laughs) thanks (laughs) um so yeah I feel like you know it, it may have started small I think in college I started making uh more conscious purchase with food trying and making more of an effort to support maybe like a local farmer by going to the farmer's market on the weekend and buying my produce there. I mean, have you ever tasted a strawberry from a farmer's market? Yes. Like, dude, way better oh, than that so juicy. ish in the grocery store. Mm-hmm, amen. Am I allowed to curse on this? Yes, you can curse. Okay, I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, another thing that I've noticed about Alex when it comes to grocery shopping and just food in general is that aside from using reusable bags and lessening her use of plastic... She's also not wasteful with any of her food, which I really appreciate. Like, I have so many friends that I know, like, we'll just leave something out and then throw it away. Like, there are people starving in this world, you know? Use the food that you have, and you're resourceful with your food. Like, even if you have a little bit of sauce left where I'm like, dude, it's, it's, a, it's a spoonful of sauce. What are you going to do with that? Just put it in the sink. It doesn't matter. You still find a way to use that spoonful of sauce. And I'm like, dang, that's innovative. <laughs> what type of motivation <laughs> does one have to save that spoonful of sauce? Honestly, I think there's a couple different reasons. One, I'm Italian. We love to eat. It's kind of just in my nature. <laughs> Two, I'm spending money on this food, dude. I'm not going to let it go to waste. <laughs> Three, I like to be creative in the kitchen. So, yeah. you know, if saving that spoonful of sauce is going to inspire, like, a new recipe or just, like, a new creation that I can consistently or go back to whipping whipping up in the kitchen, then great. It leads to like new inspiration. Yeah. What are some habits that you have implemented into your day-to-day life that help you with living sustainably? Recently, I just started composting. I grew up uh, composting. My dad has a garden, so uh, we generate like a lot of food waste from that and I don't know if he did it when he was younger or if his parents did it but my mom got into it and I mean he uses the compost to create soil for his garden so I'm just used to throwing away food peels or eggshells or whatever it is coffee grinds um, in compost and so ever since I moved out and lived on my own when I went to college I always feel guilty when I throw an avocado peel because I'm like I wish it was easier or more accessible for me to be able to compost. So, um, in the past month, I researched (laughs) some neighborhood composting groups so that way I could find something that's not so out of my way but would still enable me 
to do composting while living in a small apartment because obviously, you know, we only have a balcony. It's not like I have a backyard where I can do my own slash I don't even know if I want to take on a project that big yet. Um, but this way, I don't feel bad when I toss away a peel because I'm not adding methane to the landfills, which yeah. is then in turn worse for our like health, air quality, the yeah. planet as a whole. And it's it's really easy, I've learned, <laughs> since watching Alex, but um, she has this uh, tub, if you will, that she keeps on her balcony, and it's big, and it's large, and it holds a lot of nasty smelling. <laughs> so smelly. <laughs> so smelly. Leftovers. Um, and then she has a compost bin that she keeps under our kitchen sink, which is very easy to access. Uh, you just open the cabinet throw the compost in there and then once that fills up you move it to the tub on the balcony and then once the tub on the balcony fills up she goes and she uh takes it to this random person's front yard because <laughs> i just witnessed this for the first time <laughs> and just dumps it in one of their like compost trash cans that they have on the side which i guess is a community thing that anybody is welcome to do right yeah so the the one or whatever company i joined with um they've got a bunch of different drop-off locations uh, it's right next to the grocery store that I shop at. So when I go to get more groceries and if my compost bin is full, I'll bring it with me and it maybe adds another five minutes to my trip, but I'm just dropping it off and, you know, getting rid of my food waste. So is this place taking the compost to a farm? So what they'll do is they'll have other people who maybe have a garden. Oh, okay. They can come by and pick it up. Nice. Yeah, because there's, there's basically three bins. One is for, like, those new buckets. They give you the five-gallon buckets, which yeah. is the one sitting on my balcony when you join. And then they have one for mulch, um, which is just, like, a bunch of wood chips and yeah. stuff. And then the compost. But the good thing about all of this going <laughs> into the soil is that it's helping the soil be healthy, which... I just watched an amazing documentary on called Kiss the Ground. And I may or may not have an episode coming out in a couple of weeks about soil health, so be on the lookout for that. But I still need to watch that documentary. Yeah, yeah. I It was really good. It gives us a ton of good information that no one would ever think about watching, so watch it. As well as Seaspiracy. If you haven't watched it, you should watch it. Amen, said the again. The fish you're eating are disgusting. They're full <laughs> of plastic, basically. The fish themselves aren't disgusting. The plastic is disgusting. And like the mercury and all the other illnesses that are they're swimming in. Yeah, but it's not their fault that they're swimming in it. Yeah, it's ours, people. Get your shit together. Start eating a more plant-based diet. <laughs> Listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I feel like people are confused about is what is and isn't recyclable. And I know you and I go back and forth on this all of the time because she grew up recycling things that I didn't and vice versa. And we've just kind of picked that up as we've been living together. So what is one thing that you do to identify something as recyclable? Well, first of all, if it's coming from like food, like say you bought a tub of yogurt or something, you have to rinse it out before you throw it in the recycling bin. Otherwise, it's unusable. Same with pizza boxes, guys. You can't recycle those. They're covered in grease. So that's something that you can't recycle. That's good to know. I yeah. don't know if I ever knew that. Yeah, a lot of people Dang, don't. Dang, that's unfortunate. I know. Dang, these greasy pizzas waste in boxes. Yeah. That's, mmm. I've, recyc I've recycled a lot of pizza boxes. A lot of people have, but yeah. you can't. 
oh my goodness, I just recycled. No, but it was frozen. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's a frozen pizza box, yeah. it's probably fine because usually then they come in plastic wrap, which is, you know, Worse. also not great for the environment. But... <laughs> but you can recycle both of those. Oh, really? Yeah, the box and the wrapper. If you clean the wrapper. Was, yeah, you gotta rinse the wrapper. Rinse the wrapper. <laughs> Can't have crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> rinse the wrapper. Um, so yeah, that's uh, something that I look for. And also there's different numbers on those little recycle triangles, which can indicate whether or not the item is recyclable in your area. I know different states have different rules. Like, for example, originally from New York, we were only able to recycle numbers one through five until recently they included six and seven. Um, so, interesting. Yeah. I never knew there was a numeric system for that. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Odd. A like, lot does of it make items. It more confusing. It does because you know people. A lot of people will think, oh, you know, if something's recyclable. I could just throw it in the curbside bin. But there's certain things that are recyclable that you can't. For example, a lot of people do know, like you can't just throw an electronic in your curbside bin. You have to take it to, like, a Best Buy or Staples yeah. or just one of those little kiosk things who will eat it. And um, <laughs> who will eat it? <laughs> there's also. Like, I think it. this might be on a state-by-state -state basis too, but there are certain things like bubble wrap that's recyclable, but you have to take it to a certain facility for it to be recycled. Interesting. Yeah. Bubble wrap is special. You can't just put it in any old bin. Mm -mm. It makes sense. I mean, I feel like if you'd be popping like that, you better be special. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you do if you're unsure of if it's recyclable? Like, you think it should be, but you just don't know. Do you just take the chance and recycle it? Or do you take the safe route and not recycle it? I ask Google first. Okay. I ask my Google Home. Mm. If she doesn't have an answer for me, I might actually go to the effort myself and try and do a little research online. Um, otherwise, I might ask my mom, because she's a good resource, and... Uh, Depending on what she says, I might just have to throw it out. Usually I feel like I play it safe and don't recycle it. Random question, but do you think that everything that is recycled is truly recycled? No. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I will go to the extra effort of taking glass bottles to a recycling center. I was just going to ask you about that because another thing that she's gotten into since we've been living together is collecting you know, any glass bottles that we may have, maybe it's our kombucha or <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be. And she puts it in this box. And then once the box is full, she goes and takes it to, uh, where? It's honestly just like this little recycling center behind a grocery store. I don't even know the name, <laughs> but like it's a certain location that takes glass. Yeah. So they'll take, they'll accept glass bottles. Um, whether it's like a big wine bottle or our kombucha bottles, they also accept plastic bottles like from water bottles which... i noticed the plastic and the glass were in the same box that's just because i don't have enough boxes okay. <laughs> slash it takes up too much room so i just sort it when i take it there one of the reasons i do go to the extra effort of taking these bottles to the recycling center is because when they're thrown out or just in general like broken glass is difficult to sort so if it's either too fine or if it's broken it ends up back in the landfill anyway so, um, just because I don't trust what other people are putting in the curbside bins and 
you know, if we're throwing a bunch of shit and tossing it into the curbside bin and it makes that loud crash, if it's empty, you know, the big blue recycling things, um, if the glass breaks while it's in there, then it can't be recycled. So I can ensure that the bottles, you know, stay compact and like in one piece when I bring them to the recycling center and then if it breaks from that point, it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you did your part. I did my part. So but they also accept um, cans as well, like so coconut water. Mm, yeah. Yeah. My when I was growing up and younger, my grandpa would take me to go recycle cans every so often, mm-hmm. and he would let me collect the money for it. Yeah. What is something that grinds your gears when you see people doing? That? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I saw. I knew I was gonna hit a trigger. Uh, when. <laughs> Freaking people will be in their car and just mm, drop a cup, like a cup of soda, out their window onto the road. Are you kidding me? Like, who's going to pick that up? No one! Don't scream too loud. Sorry. (laughs) No one, okay? I witnessed this not even that long ago. It was last year. They had, like, one of those big gulp cups, you know, from, like, 7-Eleven or whatever. Just fucking out the passenger window, plopped on the ground. Yeah, what's the point? Dude, can you not hang on to it a little bit longer until you get out of the car and can drop it off in a trash can? Yeah. Like, it's not that why? Hard. I, uh, I just, why, what makes them think it's okay to just throw trash onto the street, onto the freaking road? Yeah, I saw somebody do that with uh, a banana peel the other day, and we've also been talking about what food is good to... Mm throw out because typically you would think oh the, this biodegradable core, yeah this this apple core is fine to throw out uh-uh leave no trace people leave no trace you've heard it before you heard it now <laughs> <laughs> say it again put it on repeat put it on rewind leave no trace trace no leave <laughs> the rap in the beginning of this episode is gonna be us singing leave no trace <laughs> By us, you mean you, right? <laughs> I think we should uh, collaborate. No, no. no. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you see that really, like... Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. When there are no lids on the trash cans by the beach? Are you kidding me? Ridiculous. What type of sense does that have? It's the windiest place ever. And that, and like then the seagulls and the other birds and whatever other critters are roaming around have mm-hmm. free access to like those styrofoam mm-hmm. food containers that are just piled on top because sometimes the trash is is it taken out as often as it should be and it piles up and then the seagulls be you know picking out the leftover fries or napkins or weird sauce containers yeah no bro and then it gets spread out all over the beach to be carried by the wind and more birds and then it ends up back in the ocean or the water or the bay wherever it's at and it just doesn't help the Continues problem building up yeah unfortunately you're also somebody that I feel like speaks up when they see somebody not recycling something or throwing something on the ground or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. What would be your advice on how to approach somebody when there is that situation and you're like, oh, this could be confrontational, but <laughs> these hoes need to know. Leave now, Trace. Um... What do you? What advice do you have to somebody who would like to speak up but maybe feels a little bit uncomfortable? Are you ever gonna see this person again? Mm. <laughs> if 
if you don't think so, then speak up. You know, you could teach them a lesson. Maybe they honestly don't know. Yes, but what if you are going to see them again? You know, what if what if this is in your class or at work? Um. Or so actually, member? I do have a story. Okay. Um, story time. <laughs> I was in Joshua Tree National Park, and going back to the food peels, my friend had thrown a clementine peel on the ground, and you know he thought it was okay because he thought it was biodegradable. But it's really not good for the animals there because they get used to it and, like, you know, then they expect that there's just going to be this food for them when it really, like, you know, they, they're supposed to be hunting and gathering by themselves and eating whatever it is it's they eat. It's messing up evolution. Yeah. Um, and so I told him and I picked it up and I was like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like, leave no trace. And he was, he didn't know, and he didn't understand, like, why it was bad, so I explained it to him, and he's used it as now, like, a learning experience where he's been able to teach other people, because now he knows. Yeah. So, for me, that was worth it, because I feel like I'm spreading the message, and, I mean, luckily, like, it was my friend, I wasn't afraid to confront him, but even if it was a stranger, I think it's, I think it's important enough to... Just try and stress it as much as you can. For me, especially, like, I am passionate about this planet. Like, there's so many beautiful places. I want to keep them beautiful. I hate seeing trash on the ground. So, if I can help, you know, make our planet cleaner and yeah healthier, I will do so. Um, one of the first few times that Alex and I hung out, we went to a beach cleanup in Sunken City. Um, and we collected way, Huge. way more trash bags than we should have like the huge black garbage bags we had at least three full Mm -hmm. and we barely even made a dent in that place yeah like it it still looked like it was untouched yeah like we had our spots that we hit but we collected way too much trash for the little ground that we covered and that was one little area like have you seen those beaches in thailand where the water is just like you can't even see the water because it's just all plastic or trash it's sad. Yeah. It's so It's sad. really depressing. Yeah, it is. We gotta end on a lighter note. <laughs> <laughs> um, Earth Day's coming up! <laughs> do you have any words of wisdom or advice or encouragement for people that are looking to make little daily habits in their life? Like, something that is easy, that they can implement into their life every day, just to start living a more sustainable life? Um, I would say start small by doing what you can, you know, like if you're only able to buy a reusable grocery bag. Exactly. Yeah. Um, that's, that's already saving a bunch of plastic bags from going out in the Mm. environment. One of the things I really would stress is, you know, stop using plastic water bottles. There's so many water filters out there that you can attach to your sink or put in your fridge. Yes. Like, and there's, there's water bottles that, one, clean themselves. There's water bottles that stay cold. There's water bottles that filter the water through a straw. Like, there's one out there for you. Yeah. You just got to find the one you want. So many different ones. Yeah. It's just like love. You just got to find the one that's compatible for you. Yeah, Mallory needs to stop looking at me when she says that. <laughs> <laughs> you know you liked it. <laughs> um, but... I, I mean, would also say, like, here's here's a few things that, like, 
Alex has done that have also inspired me. She does reusable uh, grocery bags as well as reusable produce bags. She has reusable Ziploc bags. Like, literally, they're, like, <laughs> these gummy bags that are... <laughs> they're not gummy bags. They're made of silicone. <laughs> <laughs> silicone bags. They're really easy to clean. Like, that's one thing. When she got those, I was like, I ain't trying to clean one of those. <laughs> like, that was my reaction. <laughs> like i was like that just seems inconvenient um but i will say since she's had these i'm like dang i need to get me a set Um, i saw one the other day that was purple and i almost bought it for you but i was like you know i feel like she's on the verge of buying one herself maybe i'll just give a little bit longer (laughs) (laughs) um these bags though are the greatest thing they're called stasher bags my friend uh alicia introduced me to them and they are such a game changer yeah they're great for hikes. You yeah. know, we go hiking a lot. You're always packing a sandwich or some kind of like she trail always mix. She has them in this, these bags. And these bags stay shut very well. Yeah, I've never had any problems with leakage. They they can go in the dishwasher. You can boil them. You can put them in the oven. In you the can freezer. freeze them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only like they are very not versatile. just. Very yeah, versatile. They can do it all. <laughs> they don't even have to be used for food. Like some people use them for like school supplies. Yeah. Um, They come in all different sizes. I've even put my wet bathing suit into one yes she did yeah yeah and that was last week mm-hmm. it came in very handy yeah a change people could implement is walking or biking to work mm. um i really enjoyed doing that when i lived in hollywood and we worked on sunset boulevard because yeah. it was like a great morning to start my day because i was getting my exercise in yeah so i was like all right already my body feels good because i got it moving to like, I was able to not have to drive my car and emit gases when it was only, like, either a 30-minute walk or, like, a 10-minute bike ride. Yeah. So. Yeah, even, you know, us just walking to the post office or to the library mm-hmm. or to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Um, Guys, utilize libraries. I don't know why more people don't, but the books are free. people are buying like 25 dollar books on amazon (laughs) seriously and then you gotta like lug them around when you move and then you know you may not even read them they might just end up in a pile if you go to the library you have to read them by a certain date because they're going to be due back so it motivates you to read like i don't know i don't know why people don't use the library more often that's just a hot tip you know Pro, pro tip right there utilize your public library another thing that i feel like alex has inspired me to do to live a more minimalistic or sustainable life is to recycle like any jars that i get for example if i'm buying a sauce if i'm trying to get saucy and i have all these jars in my kitchen i now rinse them out when i'm done wash them peel off the sticker and use them for storage Alex is not good at peeling off stickers, but your girl is, so I'm the sticker peeler in this house. <laughs> and then we use all of these jars for storage. Pantry organization. Yeah. Yes. Also, like, we buy a lot of candles in this house. Yes. There oh, are goodness. some cute candle containers, holders, whatever they're called, that you can reuse. I've turned ones into plant pots, mm-hmm. pencil holders. Mm-hmm. Ponytail holders. Ponytail holders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good little, you like, already know. free things for organization. This is the excuse for buying candles, okay? If you need a justified reason to be a candle hoe, this is it. You are going to reuse your candle pots, and you are going to utilize them to be storage for yourself, to be decorations. 
and plant plants and create life. <laughs> that is the that's the most sustainable thing you could do. Mm-hmm. Buy those candles, enjoy them, and then reuse them. Yep. Repurpose those babies. There you go. On that note, thanks for coming on Doing Well, Doing Swell, Alex. Oh, anytime. How can these people find you if they want to search you to follow you so they can see how you live your life, if they want to ask you questions? What's your IG? Let us know. At Matacherry, M-A-T-A, cherry like the fruit. <laughs> I will also put that in the description bar of this episode. Um, she also has a blog. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, TravelEatRepeat.org. Though it hasn't been updated in a bit, so. That's I, fine. She's going to get on that. I need to get on that. Yes, we have a list of blogs that she can write, including one on sustainability. Mm. But really all of hers are about sustainability. So. Yeah, lately they have been. That's fine. We're here for it. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you gained some tips on how you can implement living a more sustainable life into your everyday routines. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Miss Mallory Lovings and hit me up. Give me any feedback you may have. You can also hit me up via email at insidemallorysbrain.com. Remember to be well and stay swell and help this earth progress to living a healthier life. I'm your host, Mallory Lovings. Peace.